views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness. It is so great connecting with all of you. For those of you that have been with us, you know, in the last hour, well, you know what? Welcome back. Thanks for hanging in and hanging on. We love, love, love having you here joining us today. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. How you be? Be good. What's up? We're going to talk about abundance. I love that one. I love that one. Who doesn't want more abundance in their life? I'm going to talk about it. Good. And we're not going to, we're just not going to talk about abundance. We're going to talk about epic abundance. That's what we're going to talk about. Epic. Epic is it. Because Phyllis King's here. That's why we're going to talk, talk to her about it. Um, you know, there are certain people that the we want to talk to. king of epic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, that's In abundance. Good. Right there. Is that where we're there at right now? Okay. That's where we're at right now. Good. That's it. We're, we're having a moment. She's I like, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm hanging up right now. I'm out of here. What you know? What is going on with these two? You know, this is really a conversation that I love to have. And, you know, many of you have already emailed me about the comment I made about how I know the economy has changed. And so, Benny, the comment I made was the economy has changed because now I'm seeing more new cars on the road than I've ever seen, <clears throat> seen before. But it's a type of cars that are on the road now. And so somebody emailed me and said, do you really think, Pat, that's an indicator? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Maybe not about the cars that I've seen on the road, but why is it an indicator? What is it about us that have now stepped into a new level of trust? Yes, we have. We are stepping in to trusting. Because if you're living in the Pacific Northwest, the Seattle area, try to buy a house now. Just go ahead. Because first of all, my realtor friends say the inventory is low and the people are out wanting to buy. But is it about buying? Is it really about money at all? That's why we have Phyllis King joining us here today, founder of the King Mastery Institute. Mentored, you know, this mentored what? A handful of people? No. Tens of thousands of people. 20 different countries, intuitive coach, and I love this because this is where we're going to go with this today, because you cannot be in epic abundance if you are not in the intuitive mode, and that is like, she can school me on that if I'm wrong. Speaker, radio host, known for her practical and down-to-earth approach, but more importantly, she is about creating abundance in all of the areas of her lives, and you know what? She has got a chapter in her book 
This is why I got glommed on to this, because I read the book again, of course. The Energy of Abundance, Practical Advice and Spiritual Wisdom to Achieve Anything You Want in Life. Any, A-N-Y, T-H-I-N-G, anything. And if that is what Phyllis is talking about today, everybody, it's got to be epic abundance. It's got to be. It's got to be more than the new car. Phyllis, are you still there? (laughs) I am here, and I just can't wait to get into this with you. I'm already having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, Benny and I, so I said to you, this has got to be about epic abundance today. And, And, you know, what I didn't say to you is why. And there are a couple reasons why. One of them is because th- this chapter on trust is so important. I forgot I studied trust when I was, went back to school. And it takes me back to a school question for you. I didn't talk about the fact that you have a degree in sociology. I didn't talk about the fact that you live and you practice in San Francisco. But I want to talk about sociology for a minute, if you don't mind. Love to. How has that degree in sociology helped you be as successful as you are, but more importantly, help other people be successful? Well, please, before I just answer the question, I want to thank you for having me today. I must say that part of Epic Abundance is thanking those who help you get your message out in the world. But, of course, as you know, sociology is a study of trends, looking at the bigger picture, looking at how groups, not just the individual, um, perceives you know, and manages himself in the world. And so I've always looked at trends even before I went into sociology, and sociology was a natural for me because of that. And so, but continuing to look at the breakdown of trends, how they're formed, how things are measured, uh, just really helps in general getting a grasp uh, and a, a picture that we can use individually and collectively for how momentums and rhythms create themselves in the human experience on, in the tangible level. And so it just grounded what was already instinctual for me. And so when I speak to people, I talk in terms of momentums. I do talk in terms of trends, but I talk in terms of energetic trends more than tangible trends, and that's what's most important to me. What do you think I, of that? I love it. That's <laughs> what I think of that because I'm like I, I'm in the same way. I mean, you know, here I am. And, you know, I'm doing this show and, you know, it's, it's a consciousness uh, network here that we've created and a consciousness yes. show. But I will talk about the Kardashians, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but I'll talk about them in, in not a way that our pop culture would talk about. I'm not interested in the gossip. Mm-hmm. What I'm interested in is how does this group of women who virtually came from pretty much close to nothing create a mega movement you know if you go abroad right talk about trends you go abroad people and you say i live in la or you don't even have to say you have to say i live in california the question that you get asked is oh do you know the kardashian (laughs) right not have you seen the president or any of that but now let's talk about abundance for a minute Mm -hmm. I think we went through a phase. I think people went through a phase with the movie The Secret. I think they expected that movie, I expected what they heard to create amazing things. Now, I will say this about the movie The Secret. It did change our point of view about manifestation manifestation and abundance. But we are now in a different age. 
And I want to talk with you about whether or not we are on the verge of redefining abundance or does the definition of abundance still hold true for where we are today? Because remember, this is about epic abundance today in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you said, the secret opened the door to a new conversation that wasn't being had in that way. So that's the beauty of the secret. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think when experts or people who are successful in terms of mainstream point of view talk about their stories, you know, it is inspiring. And, and that leads us on to other things. But it is different now because we've moved up. Uh, a level, if you want to call on the energy game, that we have a basic understanding of how to create. I mean, in, in the consciousness community, at least. But now it's about specificity, how to fine tune it, how to make it work in a more unique way and get better results. Because as you know, if you just follow what the secret says, most people are going to end up with empty. It all, it's not going to get you where you want to go. There's not enough specifics in it. So now it's really about, am I going to take responsibility, real responsibility, in a way that I see that as empowered, not like a burden or I'm making mistakes, but oh my goodness, I'm empowered. I can actually create and what an opportunity that is. And that's the step I think people are uh, asked to take at this time. Well, you know, they are asked to take that, and you call it the energy game. Well, you don't call it that, but there's something you call in the book called the energy game, and I love the quote that you have here. And it says, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. So here I am. I've been sitting through what some people call almost eight years of not feeling the love about abundance. I'm just, you know, when people say, can you feel me, people are like, no, not really. Okay. No, no, not not you, you rich people. No, we can't feel you. Um, but we're sitting at this stage, and we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about what this energy could be about for us. So the question really is, I would love for you to talk about the infinite possibilities in this energy game that you refer to in the book. Mm-hmm. Well, and the energy game... I use those words a lot because I I perceive everything energetically. I perceive everything to be fluid. That's how I perceive the world, and that's the only way I can describe it. But in the energy game, it is, again, an empowered point of view where we take charge of the outcome we want to receive by matching that in our own personal World, If I want, you know, and I use this example, if you have a headache, take an Excedrin, you know, and that's, it's a medicinal approach. So if your life is, in your perspective, lacking a certain something, you generate the feel, the feelings, and you bathe in them. And then you create a, I call it magnetism, you magnetize that into consciousness, and consciousness has no choice but to reflect that back to you. But it is a choice to go inside and say, I am the creator, and life will respond to me. And most often people wait for it the other way around. Oh, I will wait for life first, and then I will say, this is good. It's the other way around, and that's that's the piece that we really have to grab onto. Did I answer that question the way you asked yeah. it? Yeah, well, yeah, because we're just warming up here. I mean, we, <laughs> we have a whole show. We have, we have a whole hour. You know, so that, that, was, that was good for us to warm up. 
Uh, you know, I, I want to just tell everybody um, that I'm so thrilled to have Phyllis King joining us here today. The book is fabulous, The Energy of Abundance. You know, practical advice and spiritual wisdom to achieve anything you want in life. I love this because for a while now, we have, and I'll refer to the secret, we have been told we shouldn't shoot that high. See, the whole idea about achieving anything we want to achieve means that it's anything. So when we come back, I want to talk with Phyllis about how do we step into the energy of anything? How do we step? Because if we are not stepping into the energy of anything, then we are not going to get anything. Uh, And I, I want to talk with her about this because part of this is taking one step, two steps, three steps. But if we're not really leaning into the energy of anything, then we're going to get the energy of something. (laughs) And something may not be the anything we want. That's why Phyllis is here. I love this. I'm just going to sit and listen. As a matter of fact, I think when we come back from break, I'm just turning the show over to her. She's just going to talk. Stay tuned, everyone. (laughs) We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, a.m. 1150, and Transformation Time. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. 
No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. everybody welcome back it's so great to have you all tuning us in and turning us on you know i just love this i just love 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 you know being able to have the conversations that i get to have but you know then i think about you know then i think about okay you know here i am and i'm talking with someone that has worked with tens of thousands of people all over all over the world and when i think about that i think about okay, are these people just lucky or or have we attracted them to Phyllis? I mean, how does this work? So it makes me begin at the beginning. I love Phyllis. I love to start at the beginning. I got to start at the beginning <laughs> because if I don't really get the anything thing, I, I don't even know what I'm going to manifest. So I would love for you to talk about the energy of anything. I, I don't think you have that chapter, but I, I would love for you to talk about it. <laughs> Okay, the energy of anything. Well, how can I translate this in a way that will feel tangible to you and folks? Essentially, you know, we think that, you use the word attracting, which is is a fine word, but it's not exactly how I perceive the game to work. I I use the word magnetize, and I like the word resonance, that each of us is our own set of consciousnesses in one you know the words we're sort of zooming around and you know going around this this universe this planet resonating certain frequencies into consciousness if you will and it's really a magnetizing game and it doesn't include effort and i don't mean effort in terms of that we don't have to work hard at our craft or apply ourselves or take action but emotionally it it we want to get to an effortless state of being so that we can stay centered, grounded, and objective about our process, if you will. And so it's as much a personal process as it is an everything process. And it's much more about allowing than attracting or allowing rather than achieving. And it's sort of a a frequency that we tune into by being present and by and by activating high vibration frequencies in our perspective as much as we possibly can at all times and an example would be you know you, you hear someone who will say oh that person is so homely or that person is so attractive or that person is rich or that person is poor assigning judgments and labels at every given opportunity which really diminish our frequencies they drag us down so being present about those types of thoughts and how we react to life is part of it 
not all of it, but part of it. But as we continue to cultivate this state of well-being and, you know, for lack of a better term, a loving way of being in consciousness, life can't help but respond to us in that way. And then the second part to that is we have to recognize the interconnectedness of everything in consciousness and that everything I say or do or think to you I've done to myself essentially and so what we do what we overcome what we think what we're faced with and how we overcome that internally is so much more than about us we tend to think oh it's my bank account that's challenged oh it's my relationship that's in trouble not really maybe that's the inspiration of the moment to get us focused and to cause us to become more attached and identified with higher vibration frequencies other than the lower frequencies but essentially when we make a change internally it's that ripple effect that spreads out to everything in consciousness and you know our cells as you know I'm sure are going to be breathed in by someone in Tokyo in six to eight hours so it's going out there into the ethers and you never know when some piece of wisdom or love or uh, compassion or awareness gets into someone else's someone else's experience by accident they wake up and they go, aha, I need to listen to this. I need to go there. So this interconnectedness is key. And this idea of allowing yourself into an abundant frequency is every bit as important as any type of action you will take. And the last piece of this is that to be in a state of allowing means we stop looking at the creative processes in a compartmentalized way that there's multiple dimensions happening in the human experience i.e. the spiritual experience and we have to learn to recognize those what's in this process of challenge for me maybe it doesn't mean a hundred thousand dollars on the other end but what's in it for me oh I'm learning to be compassionate. I'm learning to be disciplined. It's causing me to expand my awareness, my consciousness. And that expanded awareness and consciousness is where abundance lives. Yeah, I want to ask you about, you know, this idea of anything in the context of spiritual wisdom. And let me just tell you a little bit where I where I'm coming from here. I'm I'm having a moment of reflection. I I feel like I'm going to just break out in tears here mm. for a minute. But I'm having a moment of reflection in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, someone very close to me, uh someone I knew passed away at, you know, totally for me when I think about it didn't I don't even understand why that had to happen that way but some of us are not able to deal in this world we're not able to live in this world in the way the world shows up for us at least in our minds and I wanted to ask you uh, this book the energy of abundance it it isn't just about practical advice if I could just read this again to the listeners you know Phyllis has written about the energy of, of abundance practical advice and spiritual wisdom to achieve anything you want it's kind of like if I had like an Einstein formula and I was writing it out it would be PA plus SW right mm-hmm. equals A-Y-W-I-L okay that's anything you want in life mm-hmm. but, that, but we don't really talk about spiritualism and I want to take a minute to talk about it because I did say you were an intuitive coach. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell us a little bit about intuition, spiritual wisdom, 
and how it either is going to get us anything we want or not. Well, in, intuition is something we all have, obviously. Some of mm. us uh, give ourselves to it, and some of us don't. And some of us are afraid of it, and some of us aren't. And some of us just have no idea how to access it, and some of us do. So it's we're all on a spectrum somewhere. And so part of my uh, process with people in, in general is to help them connect to their own sense of intuitive awareness about life because you can't, you can't learn everything. It's not possible. So we have to rely on our intuition uh, to guide us. We simply have to in my, in my point of view. And then on the other side of this question about spiritual wisdom, for me there is no difference. You know, I, this Everything in life is a spiritual experience to me. I, I don't think there's a separateness. I think that we we use the word to separate it because we're uncomfortable with what that might connote. But essentially, um, if we do not broaden ourselves to understand a set of laws or an organized way that energy creates itself, we're sort of out of the game. We're looking at life through a very small lens and excluding ourselves from possibilities, infinite possibilities. So each of us, in my point of view, you know, we really, uh, if we want to get to that anything place, then we have to allow some spiritual point of view into our creative process. And however you get there is fine with me. It doesn't matter to me. You don't have to do it my way. Or it, It's just that you make that connection in the creative process so that you can activate that in your own process. You know, and part of this is really looking at what the process actually means. You know, who are the people that we connect with in life? You know, what is it about, you know, folks that we meet um, that we want to get to know better? And sometimes we wonder, well, why isn't that happening? Whether that be in, you know, from a connection point of view that has to do with business or from a love point of view. You know, what do these connections have to do with the energy of abundance? And how does the definition of abundance transcend money? Because this is really where we've been. We've hit the place of money. Then we went in the other direction, right, Phyllis? We went in the other direction where abundance didn't include money, <laughs> right? Don't you, do you remember we did that? It was like we had the secret. It was money. Then we, then we, you know, moving on that, and then it wasn't money anymore. And now we're back to, oh, wait a minute. I don't think I should even say the word money. When we come back, we have a caller that would love to talk with you, has a question for you. And we're going to be talking about trust. Mm -hmm. Trust. Now, what is it about trust that we must know? And what are some of the things that show up in our lives to give us little indications that we are on the trust bus? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you. Great. We're either on it or we're not. And that, that the, here I go, just being all about black and white. Well, we'll find out from Phyllis anyway. When we come back, everybody stay tuned. And we'll be right back with the show. I want you to know that it's our time. You and me bleed the same light. I want you to know that I'm all yours. You and me are on the same course. Thank you. 
naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Get ready to embrace your feminine nature and get wild. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf for the Wild Transformation Retreat this July 26th through August 1st. Get ready for a mental, physical, and spiritual challenge. A call back to nature and its unlimited gifts. To learn more and register for the early bird price by July 1st, visit areyouintoit.com. That's letter R, letter U, intoit.com. Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Allie Katz. Join Allie and Dr. Pat as Allie introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less. Live more. To learn more about Allie, visit livemoreradio.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Wow, everybody, you know, this is really, I want to just tell everybody, um, you know, clearly, you know, we're talking with Phyllis King and, you know, we're talking about, you know, what is it? That, we're basically talking about not only what this book is about, what the new release is going to be about, you know, but we're really talking about why this is important. You know, why is it that we're looking at something that is so needed today. You know, what is this that's happening? You know, why why is it always so important to keep things fine-tuned? You know, to keep keep the messages that we have in the world updated and updated. Why is that important? Well, because the energies are always changing. The energies in the world are changing. And for many of you that know Phyllis, you know that you know, she has not only been masterful at helping people understand these changing energies, but in her own message, you know, fine-tuning this so that we can understand and, and recreate things in lives. You know, that our missteps don't become, you know, the stories of our lives. You know, what is it that we're learning about ourselves and about this energy and the, about this magnetic way to literally have things show up in ways that we can't understand but you know here we are uh and and we're having this conversation and we're talking about things that you you know many of us know intuitively logically but then when it comes to implementing for ourselves 
We just don't make it happen. Phyllis, before we take our, you know, go to the phones, would you please tell folks the best way, you know, to, you know, the best way to folks to get a copy of the book, to find out more about you? Thank you so much, and thank you for all those kind words you've said about me. Um, The book will be available in bookstores on July 20th, but if you pre-order before then, you can go to Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. And my website, phyllisking.com, is how you reach me. Um, And if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to tell your Seattle listeners I'm actually going to be in Seattle on July 23rd at East West Bookshop. So I'm actually in person doing an abundance presentation and book signing. So that's exciting to me. Oh, that's great. It's going to be great to have you here. Um, For those of you out there, you know, there are a number of different things that we're going to get to talk about today. And then there are going to be some things that, you know, you're going to have to go check it out yourself, see Phyllis, get a copy of the book. But one of the things that I think is really important to talk about is trust. But, you know, before we do that, and I think this call is perfect in talking about it, we have someone calling into the show that would love, love, love to ask you a question. Mr. Benny. Yeah, it's Tristan's calling in. He has a great uh, relationship question. Uh, unfortunately, he is uh, no longer in a relationship, but he kind of wants to know what's going on. Or maybe there's a one out there in the future. So, Tristan, welcome to the show. What's up? Thanks, man. Um I need some advice how to get um um about um relationship with a girl and um I if you have a girlfriend and we just broke up and I need I get over it I get I get over it and then I'll be alright and I'm fine but I'm single now and I'm 32 I need to find a true love out there waiting for me to be with them because. I have feelings about somebody in my life, in my heart. Mm-hmm. What can wow. I do now? Oh, wow. Thank you so much. This is a great, great question. Thank you. And how beautiful and open your heart is. Uh, Phyllis. Well, Tristan, thank you for the call. And that's you've opened up a huge it's not just a little question that's a big question but and I'll try and condense it to give you something to take away and the listeners as well but of course whenever you're experiencing a loss we have to attend to ourselves we have to make sure that we get to a somewhat healed place because in the game of uh, allowing in love um we really have to have a state of readiness and readiness means emotional readiness, physical readiness. We have to be able to receive it, to hold it. So take a little bit of time to come full circle on the relationship you've just been in. Understand why you had that person in your life, what you're supposed to learn from it. So it's not just a loss, but there's something something sacred about that loss, that process that you can take with you and turn it into an abundant act that maybe that wasn't your forever person but that was a stepping stone on your way to that and then after you get past a little healing then you do what I call setting an intention which is really your vision of love and the vision of love is a set of feelings that you identify and put as a place marker in your energy such as I want to be treasured and adored that's a feeling I want someone who has my back that's a feeling I want shared values compatibility Those are feelings. And have those be the marker 
for what your person is. And, and you can set that with maybe three deal breakers. Like I need someone spiritual. I need someone who is physically uh, into physical fitness or I need someone who loves geology. Whatever your three necessaries are and include that in your intention. And then continue on in the business of being Tristan to the best of your ability and mm-hmm. being uh, open and, and a force for love and openness in your own life. And love will show up for you. And, you know, as an intuitive, when I look at your energy, I'm absolutely certain you will connect the love within the next seven to eight months, if not before. And again, the state of readiness is what you're trying to achieve. And that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And as I'm saying is, um, I'm single and I'm trying to find another girl in my life, in my heart, because one, like, I had a feeling about somebody who really loves me or not because it really bothers me. It really hurts my feelings right now. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I do have friends around me in my in my family, but I have I don't I know how to make a new friends that not supporting me around me in my heart right now. Mm-hmm. I just want to say is that I need a. And you guys help me to find a girl for me in my life, in my heart, because I care about someone and I help them and I care about them. And if they feel alone and, and sad and upset or something, you can talk to me. I can help them out and yeah. I feel that for a person. Well, look at Tristan, and I love that Dr. Pat had talked about your open heart, and it yes. really is beautiful. I love yes. that about you, and you are a magnet for love, and I love that you're surrounding yourself with supportive people, but you're also in a healing space, and I want you yes. to honor that, and just continue this process of setting intention, placing a marker in your energetic space, which is based in feelings, and hold that feeling, those intentions, and the right and perfect partner will show up for for you and in the meantime fill yourself up with those wonderful people who already love you with those activities and uh, processes that yeah. fill you up for being Tristan and that person will show up and if it's too hard and there's too much pain involved that's not the right direction we want the path of least resistance we want the direction that is easiest for us to follow and that's the right direction to go Yes, thank you, Tristan. I mean, clearly, I can just feel your openness, your open heart. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for today. Um, you know, I I so love Phyllis this conversation because it does really point to, and we're going to skip the next break so we can cover this. And any of you out there would love to call in and get some insight from Phyllis today. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. And by the way, we're going to skip this next break. Um, in the book, you know, one of the things I was drawn to is is the conversation about trust. Mm-hmm. And you know, trust is one of these things that. We can't see, we, we claim we can't see, right? We claim that. But I will tell you, there aren't very many people that don't know how to articulate whether they trust or don't trust someone, something, some idea. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, oh, oh, I'm not going, I'm not doing that. I don't, (laughs) you know, I'm not, I don't trust these two. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And yet, we don't really know how to make sense of trust, right, in our everyday life. I would love for you to talk about this. 
Thank you. Well, and the way I outline it in the book, because I talk about trust in terms of our relationship to that consciousness, uh, which we're a part of, but which is also greater than us. How do we make that exchange process? And so I break it down in terms of, uh, you know, people will use the word faith, or I use the word trust. I don't consider myself a person of faith per se, except once trust is developed, I will have faith because I have reliability from the past. But we all know, how, we all at least have one best friend or a parent or a, a sibling or a spouse. We have one person or a dog. We know we have some, someone or something we know what trust is. And with consciousness, we have to develop the same relationship. You put a little something in and you get a little something back. And that is the origin of trust. And we have to allow that to happen we have to i guess you call it taking a chance a risk we all have to risk at some point to say i'm going to trust that when i put this in something is going to come back and when we learn that relationship and it's an energetic relationship with consciousness and how it works for us then we can take bigger risks and have bigger uh, aspects of trust and the more we can trust then the bigger we can set our intentions and the more we can give ourselves to creating momentums that will take us anywhere we want to be so it's integral to those outcomes that we're trying to quote unquote manifest you know and let's talk about trusting the process for a minute if we could you know we're talking about people and you know uh, and and we're talking about some of the things in life that we look at you know whether we trust a person or boss or so forth but where where do we begin in in trusting ourselves because this has really been the pothole that i've stepped in a few t- just a few times Phyllis in my life this is this is the pat pothole right here this one here you know it's the one where I will t- Linda will tell you that I am if I meet you I trust you immediately I don't know anything about you but I'm going to meet you and I trust you and and that's where we start mm-hmm. now that is not always the best thing to do but it, I don't know it's my blueprint Mm-hmm. But I don't always trust myself. Mm-hmm. And how does that fit into epic abundance? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and I think we have challenges in life or we have desires. I want a relationship. I want uh-huh. money. I want to expand to inspire us to continue on the journey of expansion. That's the spiritual viewpoint. And for most people, whatever it is your current thing, I mean, that's always the best thing to focus on. What's my current thing that it's bothering me? Where's the rub right now? And then that's usually where I begin with the person. And I have a certain process. I call it my 30-day prosperity plan, which is free on my website, by the way. And it, it helps people do this exercise of exchange so they can develop that trust and it is the trust really with themselves that I can do this I've got it I know how but we I think we need a focal point we we need something to say I need this little challenge to overcome and so having that thing whatever it is is where we begin and it translates to everything the epic as we keep referring back to because it's not just about us when we overcome something we put that awareness into consciousness 
I had a woman show up to my uh, eradicating the worry class who was talking about this divorce she'd been going through and it was acrimonious to the uh, incredible you know nth degree and she wanted to know why this kept happening to her but she continued to have an abundant approach toward it an abundant point of view and I just let her know that it, again it's more than about our conundrum in the moment that we're actually part of this system that we're contributing and making progress at all times whether or not we are aware of it and it isn't just about us but back to the beginning what's right before you that's what the that's what the gig is. That's what we're trying to to look at. Yeah, and you know this is part of it. What's right before us, and you know living in the moment of that. And the other thing I talked about too was also trusting the process because you know sometimes things will show up, and there we are, right? And things show up, and we think, oh my gosh, you know that is not what I that is not what I expected. I did not expect this relationship to end. I did not expect to come down with this disease, right? Mm -hmm. And so then we go into this place of, okay, this abundance thing must not be for me because right now I'm dealing with a life-threatening disease and and, and the love of my life just dissed me. So tell me about this idea of trusting the process because you talk about both of these things in the book as well. Well, there's this term I like to use called identification, you know, and we get our identifications from our peer group, from our family, from culture, from all over the place, many different sources. And it's what we choose to identify with as value that's going to bring us joy or bring us suffering. So if we're identifying abundance in some, in in a singular term, it's money or it's I'm not sick or it's I'm in a relationship or I'm not out of it, you know, I'm not heartbroken, that there's something about that that is not abundant, then our experience is going to be suffering. And I'm not saying as a standalone act that suffering is something that I want to jump up and down about. But our challenge, and when you talk about expansion, it's really an inside game. We're expanding, we're building our internal muscle, building up our internal stock market to be able to house and hold the things that we say we want to keep us in that broader, expanded, epic place we all want to be. So our challenge, each one of us, is to expand internally to see the value in whatever we're going through, even the health challenge. And I have seen person after person after person, especially with health, because that's something that really grabs our attention, that forces us to become connected to ourselves, that forces us to love ourselves, that forces us to value life, and forces us essentially to just see the value in our experience. And so that's the name of the game, being able to recognize the value. And I saw an article just recently, Oprah wrote and she said the only prayer we ever need to say is thank you and when we get to that place where we know there's value even if we're not there to the awareness yet but we know it and we trust and we allow the perspective to expand that's high vibration frequency that puts us in that epic place of I'm now part of the abundant universe and I'm allowing it to guide my life and put me where I need to be and give me what I need and then also when I set intention in the realm of that abundant flow anything I want can be mine I love it and it's interesting though that what we want can sometimes change 
based upon our perspective. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because, you know, um, what I wanted 10 years ago is not what I want today. <laughs> uh, what I wanted 10 minutes ago is not what I want today. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I wanted to get back to that because it really does point to the conversation we started with, this idea of anything. You know, how do we move from this idea of quotas Meaning that, you know, abundance has quotas. We, there, there, are, there are guidelines here. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's just like, oh boy, I've gotten my, my quota of abundance. How dare me ask for more? Now, <laughs> right? I know you've talked to thousands of people that have said that to you. How do you help people get beyond what I should be magnetize in here Mm -hmm. to what I really want well you know one of the first things I always do with people is help them clean up their language clean up the automatic uh, response patterns and and Mm -hmm. that are coming out of their their heart and their mind you know this idea of should but you know and whenever we're trying to meet a benchmark outside of ourselves we really want to take our inventory and find out our motivation and find out what's driving that goal and is it really something that matters to me Uh, is it really something of value who am I doing that for and why And, and that's part of the process too of being able to activate and achieve or allow in your outcomes that you have to be connected to it it can't be from your mind or this programming or this thing that someone has told you is a desirable outcome it has to uh, originate from your own purpose and passion if you want it to last you know but essentially it's not outside of you and we have to get that and be connected to our creative process in order to uh, have any outcome essentially and this idea of should that something you know 10 is going to be or 20 is going to be better than 10 or 100 is going to be better than 50 it's it's false it's erroneous it'll never fill us up it's an inside game yeah, it is an inside game. You know, I want to just take a minute. First of all, I want to thank you. But I want to talk a little bit about your trip to Seattle. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that what you're doing and what folks can find out more about. I'm, I'm just so curious about what you're <laughs> going to be presenting us with. I know it's always different. <laughs> well, well, but of course, since the book is coming out, it's going to be about activating your abundant core. Essentially, our conversation today, how to get in your own flow and the flow of consciousness to be able to allow in. And I'll talk specifically about the five filters and the five impediments that we that commonly happen with folks. I'm going to do a book signing. I'm going to do a handful of personal consults at East West um, but it's going to be an all-day extravaganza for me on July 23rd. And, and I love that particular venue. Um, I, I love the people there a lot, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's going to be fun because that's part of, of what you do as well. Um, here's my question for you. You've been doing this a while, Phyllis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to ask you, <clears throat> how has the energy of abundance changed in the past eight years. Now, I don't know that it has, but what is your sense of the way we perceive abundance in the world today? Does that make sense, the question I'm asking? Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, well, 
You know, I think that when times, you know, when external reality reflects more abundance in the tangible sense, you know, when property values are up, you know, when the dollar is up around the world, when we seem to have a little more cash flow, most of us believe that it's abundant. I think the mistake or the trap many of us fall into is that we always think that this moment of ease is going to last forever, you know, and and it's sort of a, a you know, a, a, an immature idea toward abundance that we have to recognize there's a natural ebb and flow to cycles and what comes up always comes down. That's the nature of life. It's the nature of karma, if you will. It's the nature of the energy game that it always goes up, 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 and it comes down, 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 down. And I'm just talking about the market, but life reflects that. And so I think we're going through another cycle of where things seem to be expanding on the up, up, up and people are feeling abundant for the most part those who are in the market let's put it that way and um, will we be able to maintain that internal state of abundance when the cycle starts to change and so that's what I'm looking at in terms of the difference because we're having another opportunity to see if we can maintain internal abundance when things shift again in the next couple of years. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it it did answer my question because we're always changing, we're always shifting. But one of the things that I'm really struck by on what you've said, the thing that doesn't change is gratitude. That's how you started mm. out with the show. Mm. And I am very grateful for all that you do and the many, many people you help. And so gratitude is the one thing that I count on every minute of every day. It doesn't matter what shows up in my life. I am so appreciative of the things that do show up in the people. So thank you for today. And I have one last question, Phyllis. Thank you again. What is your personal message? Uh, what would you like to leave us with? And please give folks your website again. Thank you, Pat. And thank you for having me today. It's been an ulti- just a wonderful joy and pleasure to be with you. Uh, you know, my message for folks is pretty, is pretty simple, and it's in the title of the book, that, you know, your practical advice, your common sense wisdom, embracing a spiritual idea in your own life can really take you any place you want to go. And it doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum. You can have one cent in the bank or no cents in the bank or, you know, millions in the bank. You can always get where you want to go. There, there's not a limited supply of any vibration to go around. And, you know, I'm grateful to be able to help people in any way I can. It's an honor to do this work. And anyone who wants more information, I would just be so pleased to have you visit my website at my name, phyllisking.com. Wow, thank you so much. And for those of you out there, I guess one of the questions that I'm going to be asking, what is in my abundance bank today? That's what we're going to be looking at. Make sure you guys check Phyllis out when she comes to Seattle. I know that I'm going to do that. Thank you so much, Phyllis, for all that you do. And thank you for taking this message to the world in times when some of us, I think, could forget that abundance really is our birthright. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. All right, everyone, we're going to see you next time. Lots coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. Just go over to TransformationTalkRadio.com. We'll see you next time on the show. Oh, I beg, I beg and please.